Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Big Michael D. sitting behind the mic again with segment two of eight of the George Floyd case. Well, you know, as we left off the other day saying what we believe in, uh, George Floyd is is going to get the screws put on. I mean, there's no reason why he couldn't have pled out somewhere, you know. I would have copped the plea deal. As if the prosecutor was offering him one. Ron, do you think the prosecutor offered him any kind of plea deal? I'm not sure. Uh, the prosecutor might think they've got an open and shut case against Chavez. So um, um, they might have not even offered him a plea deal. Um, I just have to, you know, have to swim it out there in court. That's all they can do. Well, that's true. That's true. You can tell by what you see it on TV. He's sweating bullets out there. He can't say a word, but you know he's sweating bullets. And let me let me tell you, Ron. If they find this guy not guilty, oh, good Lord Almighty! All he- holy heck will break loose. Yes, sir. And you know what? I wouldn't blame if they did. Uh, do things after he was found not guilty. I mean, you can't, you can't say he wasn't guilty. The home audience had a perfect view of what was going on. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's see. Let's rephrase that a little bit and say one, okay, had their knee on his neck, one on his upper back, one on his lower back, and one on the legs. So, all four of them. They can't even. They can't even say they didn't do anything. Yeah, at least accomplices, right? <laughs> yeah, for real. But as as I heard it, uh, that um, that one of them's copping a, a plea deal for a lesser sentence. Now, um, this is not solid news or anything, but uh, this is what I heard so far. So. I'll check into it farther for everybody, and I'll bring you back solid news. Ron? Well, Mike, listen to this. Yes, sir. Um, To have have your knee somewhere uh, that isn't as vital as the neck where he has to breathe, uh, that's one thing. To hold the guy down and everything like that, he's a big guy. They're scared he's going to get up. But to be stupid enough to leave your knee on his neck when he's saying he can't breathe, and you're not going to believe him, and you're just going to let him strangle to death? I mean, that's really, that was the stupidest thing. I mean, you and I have to be glad we weren't cops that were even anywhere around there. Or something like that. I'm sure every cop on the force is glad he wasn't anywhere near that place at that time. You know? That's true. That's true. I agree with you 100%. Uh, that place was unbelievable. You know? I mean, uh, whatever crossed uh, their mind to do such a thing, uh, I heard that they said that it was part of their training. Now, seriously, I don't think... Maybe no. where they had their other knees. I mean, well, maybe where they had their knees, the other policemen, but... Uh, certainly not the one that had his knee on the neck, Chavez, you know? That yeah. was really stupid. Well, that was really 
Wow. Well, I really don't believe that was in any type of training or anything. I think that was done out of spite. Yeah, it was means. Uh, maybe. I, I just can't judge that. For sure, he's going to put him down when he's got his knee on his neck. But um, still, you got to consider, how can a guy breathe after a while with that weight on him? You can't. You know, on his neck. You can't, because that, indi- that individual is putting most of his weight on that person's neck. There's no way you're going to be able to breathe. But yeah, man, in this case, every cop in the world learned something from this thing. Uh, not, not to be doing that stuff, especially where um, you know there can be lawsuits and everything. Maybe there are some countries there can't be lawsuits and things like that uh, with something like this that goes on. But certainly in this country and a lot of other free countries in the world, there could be. So police, um, the police have to be very careful with this kind of stuff, you know. They do, for a fact. You're right. Super careful in how you speak to someone or how you treat someone. You know, I remember uh, there was a time that uh, a friend of mine, uh, he actually got stopped and the officer told him to shut up. Okay. And the officer actually told him to shut up. You can't say that. That's violating your First Amendment rights. Well, well, that's a new one. Well, that only anyway, uh, happened to him one time, and that was it. Nothing else was said after that. So from I'm, the looks of this thing and so many other goofs uh, on the police forces, and, uh, you know, like uh, shooting at people that uh, they shouldn't have shot at and all this kind of stuff, going into apartments to arrest people and killing innocent people and all this other stuff. You know, the rest of the world must think we've had the worst police departments in the whole world. And I don't know whether it's because of news coverage or it's actual uh, great number of events that they just don't have in other countries. I just don't I just don't know for sure what it is. But I'm sure if you put it out there percentage-wise, it's a very small um, one part of one percent pile of... Uh, Cops are getting in trouble like this. I mean, there can't even be one tenth of one percent. I just, I just can't imagine how these things always get reported. But this one, yeah, this deserved to be re- reported, of course. And there were a couple others too. Mm-hmm. But then there were a couple others where the police were exonerated after great big news goes out and communities get angry and everything, and then. And then uh, they find out that the cops were justified in what they did. And then communities riot and everything like that here. I mean, I don't really hear about uh, communities rioting over their own police departments in other countries. I know, um, you know, off the subject, maybe the COVID-19 thing going on in England, how people are starting to um, assemble and maybe even you know, disturb the peace a bit. Um, but I don't hear them on uh, cops mistreating people so much in other countries as they do here and um, and causing riots in communities too because of this so-called mistreatment. I'm not saying it's mistreatment every time, but uh, there's certainly enough of it to um, be noteworthy and newsworthy. Uh, it's, just, it's just a real shame. It's a real... 
we need our police departments, but this is a real black eye for them. For a fact, it is. If you remember some months ago, a young man was running away from the police and he was shot twice in the back. Yeah, I didn't have a gun or anything, just mm-hmm. running away. They couldn't run him down or something, or I, you know, it's crazy stuff like that. I don't know, know who, who shoots who in the back oh. anymore, but hey. Wow. That was just totally unbelievable. Do you remember what the so-called crime he committed was? I mean, that he was running away from them, that he didn't either want to be questioned or brought in or whatever? I believe he was just... I believe he was sleeping in his car at Wendy's. And he was afraid if they investigated him, they'd be taking him in because he was probably wanted for something, right? Something at area, probably. But in this case here, the Chavez case, in this case here, okay, well, let me tell you, he was screwed from the first minute he put his, his knee on Floyd's neck. Yep. All right. And the thing is, and all the other three knew about it, it was wrong to do. All the other three officers knew that was wrong to do, but they continued doing it. I don't know if they saw him with his knee on his neck. I know they had their knees in different places and stuff like that, but um, maybe they thought Chavez knew better and uh, was placing his knee the right way where the guy really could breathe and was trying to fake it out, you know? But it's it's just crazy. We'll just have to see how this thing turns out. It'd be interesting how they plead this case, you know? Well, yeah. Like like I said before, um, he'll be tried, of course, either guilty or not guilty by a jury of his peers. And then the final step to the judge, which that's what I want to hear, the sentencing. Okay? My money says 25 years or better. Getting back to that police brutality kind of stuff and everything like that, uh, I saw police chasing after a man that uh, tried to rob a convenience store, and the guy got away uh, because uh, the police told me about it later. And uh, you never heard this before, but I worked for a convenience store where, um, where I know you knew I worked for a convenience store at one time, but uh, this was quite some time ago, and. Uh, a customer tipped me off that there were a couple of guys, strange guys that were in the store, like uh, looking like they were waiting for everybody to leave. And the woman told me, you might get robbed, you know? So I went, well, thanks for the hand, you know? And she left, and I called the police right away to get out here. I think I'm gonna be robbed. And, and I gave them the name of the convenience store and where it was located. And they had the cops out there in uh, about five minutes. And um, and I had a gun in my face, pointed at my face to empty out the register. Well, I had dropped a lot of money in a safe uh, before because I took the hint that I might get robbed. I dropped, and I put all the big bills underneath the tray. And I was just, if I was going to get robbed, I was just going to give him the small stuff that was in the thing, right? You weren't going to get away with more than about 50 bucks, right? Listen, so, if that was me, I'd ask him, hey, want me to carry it out for you too? <laughs> yeah, the reason I'm telling this story is how the police handled this guy running away from them. 
okay? Uh, and I'll get to it. But mm -hmm. when he's yeah. pointing this gun at me, no cops around or anything like that. And uh, not yet. This was after the first few minutes after I called him. So um, he's pointing a gun in my face and empty the register. So I'm throwing $1 bills in the air, mm -hmm. and, then, uh, and then I start to throw fives, and he says, get the big ones first, you know? That's what he said to me. So I start throwing in anything in the drawer then. I'm ready to empty the change in there now. And all of a sudden I see this guy's eyes bulge out, you know, and he's looking out at the parking lot. And I looked out the same direction he's looking in. There a cop car is just pulled up. <laughs> and it was so funny. And um, so he started running out of the store. He started sneaking around like counter and i'm pointing at him i'm pointing at the guy like that's right, him right. that's him you know way to go ron that was good cop, yeah and the cops the cops chased him well they came back with this story the guy got away they didn't shoot him and Ooh. here he was pointing a gun at me and everything like oh you know what though the cop said why didn't you tell us he had a gun i said what and get shot you know, like he's got a gun, bang you know like <laughs> i well, couldn't tell him that so, well that's about it for tonight ron Time to wrap it up for tonight. But they didn't. They didn't shoot at the guy. They didn't shoot at him like that other. I don't know guy got shot at. So um, those were better cops, actually. Uh, not to really shoot the guy, but whatever. Okay, Ryan. It's about time we wrap it up for tonight. I want to say thank okay. you for being on again, Ryan. Uh, sure. Yeah, and everybody out there, don't forget what I always say. Don't forget, mask it up, man. This thing's real. It's a killer. So, and don't forget to get your vaccination. They're all good. They're all the same thing. One's not better than the other, in my opinion. With that being said, until our next broadcast, Tuesday evening at 10 o'clock. I'm Mikey D, and that's Ron. Good night, and may the good news always be yours. Good night.